Did you say you're feeling froggy? Yeah, dog. What kind of expression is that? That is an expression. I don't I know what. I usually say like that's I'm like peachy keen. That's you feeling froggy? You want to jump? That's like mostly like <laughs> uh? that's like you're somebody's like saying like some shit to you and you're just like oh you feeling you feeling good today i oh, think about froggy today? as in that came frogger and it's like yeah. i'm jumping across the street hopefully won't get hit by a car oh that's life and then frank sinatra starts playing that's in the background <laughs> all the people say that's very good Luke. flying high in okay. april welcome back to another episode of the be rare podcast Shot down in maine it's Loki B and Mike Rotunda were out here, fam, as the kids say. It's lit. It's lit. So many uh, <laughs> terms, right? So quarantine has definitely taught me about a thousand new terms because I'm addicted to watching TikToks. I've made a limited wait, amount of them. Hold on. How how has that happened? How, I was how did you get wait a minute. I got sucked in the hole. You got sucked in how did the boys get you sucked in the hole? So because I live with them, the house runs off of TikTok and TikTok only like terminology. So we're talking sound bites, like it is what it is. And I'm a savage, ratchet, bougie, classy, something like that. I don't know. But now I've found myself, I only respond in TikTok. Oh, it's a darn. whole language. <laughs> Born in the house and I'm in the house, bored and I'm bored in the house and I'm in the house, bored and I'm bored in the mother in the house, bored and I'm bored in the house, bored in the house, bored in the house, bored. It's a whole thing, Luke. I, get me out. I don't know how to get you out because I was there when we had the conversation <laughs> with Ricky. AKA Big Dick Rick. Okay. Uh, when you were trying to understand TikTok and he was telling you how he's just on TikTok all day making TikTok videos and watching TikTok videos. So, as all of us know, we evolve. We evolve as people. And in just two months' time, I've evolved tremendously. And now... <laughs> that was a mango. Yeah. Um, I've evolved tremendously... And I like TikTok now. And you also have evolved over quarantine. I'm, I'm allegedly. so proud of you for that that segue and that transition right there. I, as soon as you started saying evolve, I was like, this, she is making a smooth transition to what we're talking about today. Because you want to divulge information before the podcast, I like to keep the lips sealed so that we can all the, get the real raw talk it's like I work in real raw radio, yep. real raw talk on the recording device so that it's authentic and genuine. And so today's podcast is something that you're feeling pretty passionate about. I'm interested to hear your take on what exactly you think imposter syndrome is because you brought it up to me and said, you know, I want to record about this. So for me, I have my own take on it and stance and what I think it is and what I don't think it is. But I really want you to kind of take the floor first and say like, why imposter syndrome? Why are you thinking about this? Cool. So that's a great way to lead into the topic of conversation today. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because I have been feeling a lot of what is considered imposter syndrome. And what I've been feeling a lot lately has been uh, not fake or 
phony, but I feel very insecure within myself about the changes that I've made and the additions that I've made into my life with podcasting. Okay. And I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to be very vulnerable here. I like that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What this is all about. But I have also come to conclusions and I've worked through this and I felt that this was a very important subject today because I think that there's a lot of people out there that have started doing something new, especially within quarantine, within this time away, taking to themselves. And now there's talk about going back into the real world and normalcy. Whatever normalcy is. Whatever normalcy is, but they're going to fall back into their routines. And some people are going to feel that tug of going back to their old selves. And this for me is that fight within the internal for the expansion. And what I mean by that is... Fight for the eternal for the expansion. Fight within within myself. Um, It is a fight that will perpetually happen when we are trying to grow, when we're trying to expand and we're trying to become more. And what I mean by that is, is that the reason why I've been feeling this way is because I am doing something new. I am going for something. I'm going for my win, as you would say. I'm trying to make into a reality, and there's no trying, I am making into a reality something that I've been wanting to do for so long, and I'm trying to break out of these old patterns that I have so that I can start living the life that I really think that I'm meant to live. Now, with that, there is the acknowledgement that I haven't been doing that, that I haven't been living up to my full potential, that I haven't been pursuing the things that I need to pursue in order to get to the places that I want to go. Um, Whether that is complacency, whether that is laziness, whatever, whatever you may want to call it. But regardless, I haven't been doing the things that I needed to do in order to make myself fulfilled. And because I haven't been doing that and because I've had those negative reps in, it's almost as if that in itself is working against me. And so I have these patterns of thought where I'm thinking of these doubts where I'm looking at the podcast that I've recorded and I've put out on my own where you can find at Lukey B, Honest Conversations on Spotify, and also What's Buzzin' on SoundCloud. Shameless plug. Um, I'm for it. <laughs> but I've been looking at the stats, and I see that there's very minimal, if any, views for the podcast. And I'm really proud of these episodes, and I'm doing two things. One, I'm thinking of the results and feeling ashamed and kind of feeling like a fraud at that point because I'm not getting the thing that I'm aspiring to be. And two, I'm taking in the perception of other people as they, I'm, I'm taking in the perception of other people while I'm trying to think of the end result. And that then spirals out into several different thoughts. And 
the two that came up that I have down here in my thought bubble and my thought connection was overcompensation and being a bother. Mm. And what I mean by that and overcompensation leads into being a bother. So overcompensation means that I'm starting to talk about the, th the thing that I'm really passionate about, which is podcasting, which is connecting with people, which is interviewing, which is talking with people that I'm interested in and giving them a platform, but also feeling that I'm overdoing it, that I'm talking about it too much because it is my passion. And maybe other people don't have that same passion that I have for the thing that I'm passionate about. And it can sometimes sound annoying. And that's where the other where that's where the perception of other people comes into play right where you're almost over concerned with what other people think because especially within my own position in my own job i have to listen to my customers i have to present something that is attractive i have to be on for them i have to be on for them and Sometimes it's hard to switch that off, especially when I'm going and I'm doing an interview and I'm trying to put somebody else on and I'm trying to give them shine, but I'm also doing it for my own fulfillment. So I talk about it and there's two thoughts that go through my head. Maybe I'm overdoing it or maybe I'm not being strategic enough with the way that I'm doing it. And so that's where that overcompensation comes because it's almost like a over adjustment where I'm trying to make up for lost time that I haven't been doing, where I'm talking about what I'm doing and I'm overdoing it, but I'm also not being strategic enough with my planning. And so I'm overthinking the marketing part of it. And so then it comes in the next train of thought, which is the visualization of where I wanna be. And that comparison to where I am now versus what the end goal is and what the version of myself at the end of this road is and they don't match up and that's that is such a head fuck mm -hmm. because you believe in that you believe in if I believe it I can achieve it so do I and it's almost that cycle of just driving yourself crazy until the result happens sure so uh, let's backtrack right got it First and foremost, imposter syndrome by definition is a psychological process in which you almost feel like you are presenting yourself as something that you are not. You feel like you are a fraud. So let's say that like I woke up tomorrow and I'm like, I'm an accountant because I did my own taxes. That makes me a complete imposter. So imposter syndrome is whenever you start to do something and there's a process in which where every single professional and any successful person at one point had two things doubt and fear so as you're talking I keep hearing two things the fear of the unknown and the fear of judgment right you are most definitely someone I would consider who does not fear the judgment of other people in certain arenas of your life but there are other arenas where you as a man and as a human being doesn't matter if you're male or female have pride and there's something to be said about failure in which it stamps on your pride and then you fear that you've disappointed yourself and other people. So as far as this goes, right, the imposter syndrome, 
we all experience it differently. So in my mind's eye, imposter syndrome, and when you think about people say fake it till you make it, or you can believe anything into reality, I believe that other people perceive us as, in which we perceive ourselves. Yep. And we've talked about that in the past, um, but you also have to believe in yourself so much that it's almost like you become what you're envisioning. Yep. But at what point is that a lie and what point is that truth? So people who I have seen be most successful it's the internal dialogue that they use that in turn eventually helps them become what they're striving to be with the right amount of work ethic. So we talked about, last time we did a podcast, we talked about the slow cooker analogy. Yep. Well, another analogy would be, I mean, you, you're talking about the overnight success. Think about when you listen to a really good like EDM song. You love EDM. Oh yeah. It starts out and you're waiting for the bass to drop, basically the whole song. But at the beginning of the song, you're gonna feel the tempo, you're gonna feel the vibe of it. You're like, hmm, I could, I'm down with this. Right. I put this on my Spotify playlist. I listen to this on a run. And then when the bass drops, it hits hard. So think about this is the time in which you're building the tempo. You're finding your cadence, you're figuring out what you want as far as a, a vibe and an energy of your podcast, of your social media, of you as a, as a brand, as a person, and then eventually, it could be five years, it could be 10 years, it could be 15 years, you might get to where you're going. Yep. So success is also defined differently by each and every person. There are some people who think that success is, is something that you never truly achieve. And then I would say there are other people who just by starting what they believed they couldn't do and then do it anyway, they find success in that. So it's that, that goes back to the two things the fear of the unknown and the fear of failure that you just have to dismiss. So right. like, for instance, when I got into media or I started doing my social media and stuff, I'll have people ask me now, like, where did you begin? I just started, right? And I am nowhere near where I believed I would be at this age or where I think I'm going in the future. I'm very grateful and I absolutely love and I feel privileged to be doing what I'm doing. But I always feel that as well that I can be doing more. Yep. Everybody has that. Everybody who wants something has that. And it's not resting on your laurels is the difference there. So if you rest on your laurels and you're like, I feel like I'm doing great. I have no room for improvement. The sky is not the ceiling. What is it? The sky is not the ceiling? Something like that. Something, whatever. Metaphor. Metaphor. You have to take it upon yourself to recognize whenever you've made strides because strides eventually are getting you to that whatever the finish line looks like and for me the finish line is truly this sounds very morbid but the finish line is death because yeah. we're never done we are always evolving we are forever going to be evolving and that can happen two ways so you talked about habits and things that people are doing not everybody has made positive habits during quarantine right. so you've got that other spectrum you've got people who are like i've been drinking every day at noon and i know that that has to stop soon <laughs> so within themselves that's become a consistent thing right? right so there's a fear of like ah i have to stop this and maybe for some people are like i don't know if i can stop this right so think about it like that Everybody has those little things inside of them. So as far as you pursuing a passion and starting somewhere, everybody starts somewhere. And that's very cliche, but it's very black and white. Right. You will not get successful overnight. No one will. I won't, you won't. It doesn't matter if you have a billion followers who are just cheering you on. Still doesn't mean you're successful overnight because we as human beings, we're inside of our head and our brains 24 hours a day. Right. So I'm gonna turn this back to you. 
As far as success, what defines success for you within these podcasts? Because I know that you're lit about them. Yeah. Fam. Look at that. I used another lit fam. I'm lit fam. fam. So turnt on podcasts. Um, (laughs) What is success for me? What is success? For Lukey B, baby. I... I think that that comes in waves, right? Because the ultimate end goal is to make money doing this and also to have a top 10 podcast, whether that's with you or by myself. That's the end goal is that I want to be one of the top 10 overall podcasts viewed on either iTunes or Spotify. And I think that that's achievable because I think that both of us together, I think that there's such a dynamic that it it just draws people in and we have s- such a powerful voice both individually because we're willing to make ourselves so vulnerable sure um and also because we're able to hold that position of power and understand the privilege that it is to be able to be on air and to voice our voices to be able to be heard and transition from being serious to stupid and like point two seconds it's true so you think that success is being amongst the top 10 podcasts and also making it lucrative i think i I respect that i think that that's what it looks like okay so here's where i think that so to answer your question what is success to me to be able to put out great content and to also bring reprieve to as many people as possible and currently the reason why I have felt that imposter syndrome is because I know how I know what my capabilities are and I haven't met them yet and so coming to terms with the fact that I'm not there but I'm getting there is just a part of that evolution and we'll we're going to continue to unpeel this onion I like onions yeah me too (laughs) <laughs> they make they make everything a little bit more zesty. That's true. Um, and if you don't, they can be high in sugar for those doing keto. Just right. Letting you know. But uh, I ain't doing keto. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. No. I don't. I well, that's a whole other day. Um, speak to what you just said. So here's where I'm going to flip the script on just a little bit as far as success and how you're measuring success and what you feel as though success looks like and how you gain it. Right. Small wins and victories. Number one, buying a recording device. Number two, starting a podcast. Number two, creating imaging. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, three. creating imaging. Number four, being diligent. So I've praised you a lot on this. And like for anybody listening and you're not doing podcasting, but you've started something and maybe you feel like the wheels are spinning and you're like, not going anywhere. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. It's like couch to 5K. The slogan is like, I don't even know the slogan, but (laughs) the couch to 5K slogan in my mind is like, you're lapping everybody who's sitting on a couch by just even walking, getting up and going. So I'll always make everything in my brain uh, tie into fitness because to me fitness is who I am at the core and it's a huge part of my life and my psyche really and when you start strength training you're gonna be weak you're gonna be weak as hell we went to the park a few weeks ago 
we went over kettlebell stuff. The first time you did it, you're like, okay. If we did that every single day for the next 20 days, by the 20th day, that's gonna be a lot easier. And then you found something on Instagram, you're like, I now know how to do that. Look at that, you actually taught me something. And I'm like, I didn't make it up. <laughs> I promise, I was teaching you something, yeah. not trying to make you look ridiculous. Right. But those little things are victories. So like us sitting down and recording right now, 10 years from now, may have five million views per episode wouldn't that be magical but if there is even one person that listens to this and is impacted by it then we've done our job so at the root of all real success i believe is intent yep so what is your intention right my own life help other people however i can do it whether it's by speech whether it's by physical help whether it's just buying them a brownie or a cookie whenever they're down like whatever it can be so I think it goes back to the why, Luke. Why are you doing this? And finding that and defining it within yourself is where it's gonna change your perspective on what imposter syndrome is. Like if you are genuinely someone who wants to help other people, which I know you are, that is just going to, to ooze over into the podcast, into other people, and then it's gonna keep you motivated. Yep. It's the trickle effect. And you know, because you've worked in sales and you've worked in corporate America, that when you first started those positions, there are certain parts of it where you're intimidated and you're like, I never saw myself being able to do that. Or I never wanted to do that. Right. But eventually over time, it becomes organic and natural to you. And you're like, I'm really good at my job. You were not once good at your job. You had to learn that. Yep. You had to put the reps in. You mentioned reps earlier. So it's like, Getting on, getting in the gym, getting reps over and over and over and over. They say it th- takes up 10,000 <laughs> hours, right? Think about that 10,000 hour. Right. You're not thinking about putting 10,000 hours in. You're doing it at that point because you just friggin' love it. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna do something for 10,000 hours because it's a forced behavior. Something is gonna motivate you. May it be money, may it be helping other people, may it be creating something that's bigger than you whatever the situation is. But like, I say all that to say like, paying attention to the small victories is vital. I think that it's so important to bring up what you were saying about what is your intent. Because it goes into, that was a sweet catch that I just did right there with the paper. There was just a gust of wind and I matrixed that shit. Um, Back to what I was saying, you had said something about intent and to go back to that overcompensation point, that visualization, the reality of my situation, I then flip it to, okay, since it's not the reality of my situation, because I talk about it all the time and because I have you as a partner, as a business partner and as well as a co-host and a friend with who this and a friend and one, and, and, one of my best, <laughs> and one of my best friends you know um but sometimes i feel like i'm being a father because you have more reps into this than me and a perfect example was is that i was texting you one day and then i called you and i think i apologized before I even went into the thing that I was going. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to really be a bother. And you cut me off and you're like, you're not being a bother. And that was where I really recognized the cycle where it was, I feel, I felt like I was doing things out of insecurity and I was 
not not out of validation because I don't think that that's correct, but out of out of wanting to know more and wanting to live up to the visualization and living up to my own perception as well as what I believe that other people perceive me as and then comparing that to what's actually getting done and the actual result that I have I just had to stop for a second and I had to just write it all down and I had to just break through all the barriers and just realize what's my it, to go back to your point what's my why what what what's the intent what's the intent and am I putting way too much expectation on this thing that really has just gotten off the ground and that I really haven't put that much work into yet compared to where I'm going to be in a year and I just had to take a breath and I had to remember that I'm doing this because I want to and I'm doing this because I love it and I love people and I had to rework my why and I had to rework my why as a person and I felt like I had been searching for it for a while not in a bad way but as we evolve as we shed the skins of our past we become something new we become something better it's a different version of ourselves that rise to another occasion to meet the challenge of life I didn't rehearse any of that, by the way. I'm I like it. Yeah. I like that one yeah, a lot. That was, that was a nugget. Look. It Boom. Just, I'm just... Done. Sing. <laughs> okay, Loki. Well, nugget. you know, with that being said, like, you talked about me having reps. Like, I'm my worst critic, right? I will always look at everything, no matter what I'm doing. I'm like, could have been better. Could be better. Yep. So, I was fortunate enough to have people who believed in me. And I have been. I really feel like I'm very fortunate in a sense of, like you reciprocate what you give and I believe in other people but I've gotten that back in tenfold and I recognize that and I think the difference there is actually appreciating it we were just talking about this before we started recording like I appreciate that you're in my life you know recognizing when you have really good people in your life so first of all never a burden right I asked you to do this podcast very much for a reason and it's the same thing when we have people in our lives that we ask to do something with it's because we see that we see that in them and we know that they have drive and they have passion for something so when I started in radio I had no on-air experience like professionally but um your girl has been talking in the mirror and been talking in her bedroom and been talking in her car her entire life so it felt very natural and organic because I've always visualized myself doing what I do right but I got on air and I wasn't good like I was good but not good you know what I mean it's not a it wasn't a a, it wasn't polished it wasn't polished I was very green extremely green and I'm really really grateful that I've had people in my life who have made me get better yeah to the point where we talk about things that are out of my comfort zone, not in a bad way, but like out of my comfort zone, make me speak up whenever I feel passionate about something. Like, no, your mic's on, like say what you need to say. Very, very grateful for that. It's an empowerment thing. And now as I'm evolving too, as a person, as a professional, I feel more confident when I speak about whatever I'm speaking about because I know that I'm not saying it without some sort of self-awareness and also a reason 
So it's like speaking with a reason. So in radio, especially if you have multiple people in a room, I think about at any given moment, there's three people, three different brains that are spinning in three different directions that are at least thinking about a thousand different things at once. And somehow all of us come together and there's this synergy where it just flows in a circle, right? So that repetition becomes easy. And then, then getting the opportunity to host my own show that's a whole different challenge. And because of those people who gave me the opportunity to speak up, to right. find confidence within my voice, as soon as I got to host for the first time, it was a thrill, it was an adrenaline rush, and then I was like, I love this even yeah. more. I love this even more. So small victories of growth that we recognize and we cherish, and then you listen back to it and go, could have been better, could have been better, could have been a thousand, be- thousand times better. So I'll resonate it again with passion and fitness and 10,000 hours. I easily have put way more than 10,000 hours into my fitness. And to this day, if we went in the garage and did a couple of squats, I would review my squat form and say, nope, need to fix this, need to fix that. Oh, could have been better here. It's a, it's a high that we get with self-improvement. And you're doing that. You're already working on yourself and you're already working on something that is bigger than you and you feel like you're pursuing something that I'm not putting thoughts or words in your head but just like what I'm interpreting from what you're doing you're pursuing something that you've never done before and so it's two things you have to let go of the fear of failure and the fear of the unknown because for all you know this does skyrocket in five years but wouldn't you rather spend five years getting these reps in and then when you stand in a position that you're ready for you're like I am so ready for this. I have all the confidence in the world as opposed to overnight success and there's a million views on this and then what? And then what? Yep. Where's the chase after it that? Never, it never stops. So I mean, it's, not, it's not, for me it's not about the masses, it's about that one person, reaching that one person and if I, if I get that opportunity and you get that opportunity and we especially get to do it together then I consider that a blessing and I consider that a success. Right. And I think that that's such a great point because what you're getting at, and you didn't say it directly, but we fall into a trap of searching for external validation. Sure. All of us. Where it's like, I'm going back and I'm looking at the amount of listens that I've had over the course of five podcasts and I see a a number in the low teens and I'm thinking to myself, I'm just like, how is this possible? What am I doing wrong? And the reality of it is, is that I'm doing nothing wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. I'm not doing anything wrong. You gotta let the bass drop. (laughs) Let the bass drop. Um, And that brings me back to the point that I was making with finding my why and finding why I'm doing things instead yeah. of searching for that external validation. And well, to speak to that, I mean, it's scientifically proven that when you get a notification or you get, yeah. like, well, think about, I post a picture on Instagram, I'm getting notifications on my phone. That's a dopamine release every single time. Yep. It's like getting a virtual hug. Instead of oxytocin, though, we're getting dopamine release in our brain and we're like, oh my gosh, they love me. <laughs> Do they love you? Do they? Who knows? Who knows? But the point is, is it it's a success to produce something 
and to look at your own work and be proud of it. Yep. That's what it comes down to. If our parents listen, they'd be proud of it. Who are we trying to impress? Myself. Boom. I like that. I'm mostly trying to live with intent and live without expectation and to understand that I'm going to give it my best and I'm going to speak my truth. And no matter what, because I'm not going to... I want the success and I want what it looks like to me, but I'm also not going to beat myself up over it because I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it and we're going to go for it. And if it doesn't happen the way that we want it to, that's okay. Not gonna, you're already doing it. We're already doing it. So again, it's like recognizing that, recognizing that within you. You're not an impasta. You know what they call fake pasta? An impasta? (laughs) An impasta. So along the lines of that, I was on Twitter last weekend and somebody tweeted out, Erwin R. Scheister at Mike Rotunda WWE. And I was like, who's this? Some guy or lady created a, a Twitter account posing as my father. Whoa. And I immediately texted my dad. He was yeah. In, whoa. I'm like, Captain wouldn't do this without me being involved. So I texted him like, yo, this you? He said, no. So I took it upon myself to let the masses know this is not my dad. So the tweet reads, what do you call fake pasta? Answer, an impasta. And then I let everyone know, including here on the podcast, my father does not have a Twitter account. And if he did, that would be the most magical day because Captain is one of those men who's been there, done that. He's bought the t-shirt, then bought a t-shirt in a different size, a different color, and he will never tell you about it. Doesn't need to. Doesn't need the validation of other people to know that he's successful. And that's probably my favorite thing about him. He has never sought recognition for the cool ass shit that my dad has done. Yep. And when I get to talk to him and I get to hear stories and I, he tells me things that he's done and accomplished, like, cause I drag it out of him. I'm always impressed, always. So I'm sure at certain points in his life when he was a collegiate wrestler and the destroyer approaches him at the Olympic trials and says, hey kid, you wanna be a wrestler? I'm sure that after that, when he went to Germany with very minimalistic money in his pocket and stayed there for six months and trained and ate schnitzel once a day to, to sustain himself, I bet you at many moments, he probably thought, what the hell am I doing? Right. And he probably also thought, I'm in over my head. But you know what? He stuck it out. And I'm very proud to say that my dad has, has easily one of the longest running wrestling careers of well, anyone. And to hold a career with WWE until he's 62 years old and like, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. And then what I say, different size, different color. He's yeah. done it. And sure there were moments of doubt i've never really talked to him about imposter syndrome but i would assume that at certain moments there was that fear of failure and then that also the fear of the unknown right but you just have to keep going you just have to keep push for pushing forward and then at the end of the day tell yourself like i know why i'm doing this right and from that i don't feel that same way right now and because of that, because I've recognized that external validation, I've recognized that it's probably going to happen again. 
and I accept that, it gives me that confidence to where it's not, I need somebody else to tell me that I'm doing great, that this podcast or my other two podcasts are doing well, because they are. And when we're trying to seek out the worst, we find it. Sure. Right? Oh, without a doubt. You stand in the mirror and look at yourself, and then all of a sudden you can pick out the things that you don't like about yourself. But if you stood back and somebody else looked at you and like, I don't see it. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's crazy because what we focus on is what is our perception. And from that, I felt like I had shed a skin. And it's given me a lot of confidence to just go for it. I see it spill over into my actual job. I see it spill over into my relationships. I see it spill over into the moves that I'm making with my life because I don't have a second chance to live the life that I'm living right now. And it's so cliche that you only live once, but it's so true. YOLO, baby. I mean, it's YOLO. (laughs) It's lit, fam. Do you know who token that phrase? Uh, It's Drake, right? Yeah. Yeah, dog. I don't like to accept that. I like you, Drake, but like, I wouldn't think. He about it every day, every day, every day. YOLO, YOLO, every day, every day, YOLO. You only live once, right? Allegedly. Yep. That's another podcast. (laughs) I could talk forever about that. I know, I'm not going to get you started. Let's not get me started on reincarnation. But But I want to say this, and this goes to you and to anybody listening and to myself. You have to stop, you have to reflect, and you have to give yourself credit. Because a lot of times the world's not going to give you credit, and the world's not going to know what you're doing. Yep. And... Those 10,000 hours, a lot of times are gonna be lonely and they're not gonna make sense, but you have to just tell yourself, this leads to something, I know why I'm doing this. Nobody else has to understand, nobody else has to care. I care and that's enough for me. Right. Because I know eventually, maybe a lot of people will care. If not, then I know that I did something that fulfilled me. Yep. And that's what passion is. And. I love meeting people who are passionate about something, about life, a hobby. It doesn't matter what it is to me. I recognize that in people and I appreciate it because I just had this conversation with someone the other day about how, for whatever reason, as we become adults, I feel like we're, we stop nurturing what it means to be a dreamer, first right. of all, and passion-filled. We think we, we grow up, right? We're, we're encouraged to learn the guitar or the piano and play sports and learn another language and continue our education. And then all of a sudden you're an adult and you're supposed to get a job and pay your bills and do taxes and go to bed at 10 p.m. and drink morning coffee and have the same routine and the same rituals and passion and an excitement for something that you've never done before. It just kind of vanishes for the majority of the population. And then you meet those people and they're always really interesting and they always have cool stories for the most part. And they're passionate about something and it fuels them. They travel the world as a photographer or they're a traveling musician or they're a WWE wrestler or they're uh, whatever. They followed that and didn't quit on it. So I'm gonna leave with this. Don't fear the unknown, and don't fear failure, and don't quit your daydream. Yep, and 
my last thing that I'm going to leave is give yourself the space to experience the good and the bad emotion and to understand who you are. Because if you don't understand who you are, you're never going to understand what you want and you're never going to understand your own passion. And that's the key is that if you want to live a life of passion, you have to understand what that is and what that means to you. And with that being said, my name is Lukey B. You can find me at Lukey B Podcast on Instagram now. Oh, change the handle. I changed the handle. It just made more sense, girl. Lukey B Podcast. And that's L-U-K-I-E-B-E-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Because that's how you spell podcast. Whoa, it's got a nice ring to it, Micah. Lukey B Podcast. I'm Mike Rotunda. At Mike Rotunda. This is the Be Rare Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We hope you enjoyed this. Until next time, what, what was it, Luke? What was it today? Uh, it was real, and it was fun. It was real fun. Guys, have a wonderful week. Hope you guys are staying safe. Stay blessed. Stay lifted.